Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be God for yet another day like this. Is repositioning the local church for maximum impact in the nation. As I'm saying, that pronounced the man, sorry, Church of Pentecost, Afino, ASA, yes, sir, a sorry, no more ding, not in Yansun, so I'm so I can see it. Oh, I'm repositioning the local church for maximum impact in the nation. And they say, yes, sir, as a funimu kena, and I'm ding, not in Yansun, so I can see it. Oh, we are talking about the Church of Pentecost, we are talking about the aggregate of the individuals in the church. So when we want to reposition the church, then the individuals are being called upon to reposition themselves. That is why we are discussing repositioning ourselves for maximum impact in our world. So we have talked about repositioning our mind. Last week we began discussing repositioning our hearts. Repositioning our hearts. Now this is about um, a call for all of us to follow hard after God. We are your friend, Now, following hard after God Himself. Not His hands. We are reducing Christianity to what we eat and wear. So we always go to church. It is about money, it is about power, it is about how to be at the top, not the tail. This is this is not why God has called us. Inti debia ye kwa sorry ye ye kwa na efasika ho anase ejapadia ye benya ni obeye kesia ni obeye ketoa wei enya ni a efa ho anase yinu inti ne radi phrase. So we are looking for the power of God to change our situation. Inti ye hwo nyame tumi se ne baya e be se science bia ye wo mu. We have said that we don't have to reduce Christianity to superstition and calendar. So when you're talking about repositioning the heart, we are talking about taking pleasure in God Himself. To the extent that He is your priority and pursuit. Now he is your fear and delight. That is why the psalmist said that my soul followed hard after thee. We said last week that most people's idea about God is just some hearsay. That they do not have personal relationship with God. Now, some some do not think that God is knowable. But Jesus showed us by example that God 
can be related to and that God is knowable. Now, just as we apprehend the physical world by the faculties we possess, so imagine the same when we were born again, God has given us spiritual faculties by which we can also navigate into the spirit world. When we became sons, he gave us his spirit, the Holy Spirit that was that will connect us to God. Now we want to invite you to taste and see that the Lord is good. I'll continue this evening by discussing one or two people as one old man and another old lady. I'm interested in the experience with God. See, I will start with Simeon. Simeon. See, the Jews regarded their own nation as the chosen people. They actually believed in themselves. See, during Jesus' time, for example, by far, the greater number of them believed, despite the situation that they were in, that they were bound someday to become masters of the world and laws of all nations. See, they, were, they thought that they were bound someday to become masters of the world. And laws of all nations. So to bring in that day, some believed that some great celestial champion would descend upon the earth and then bring that kind of liberation. Some of them also believe that there will rise another king like David and all the glories that Israel had during the time of David will return and nations will come under them again. See, some of them still believe that God would descend upon this earth in a supernatural way to cause this to come to pass. Now, some of the Jews, like the zealots, were extremists. They will fight the Romans uh, because they want to liberate the Israelites from the hands of the Romans. So the average Israelite was expecting some deliverer 
And it's so oye you the need ye. Bribe mu no chance or jifobi ebeba. But as to who and when was the speculation. And so or jifo krone ye. The bia no no or chance or jingin se be ye wine. As chapter f- one from verse four. Mumi yenche as small phone ni manu iti edika ifi ni mu na ano. I read four to six. Be kanya kusi insiano. This was when Jesus was parting with the disciples. On one occasion, while he was still, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gifts my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. Now, for John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Now, so Jesus is talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the, and the Father, they should wait for the promise of the Father. Now, let's listen to the disciples. Then they gathered around him and asked, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Now, so they were expecting a deliverer and a restoration of their power and the kingdom so that they will no longer be under the rule of any nation. So when Jesus said, you have power, the spirit will come, he said, hey, is it time now for the liberation? This thought was not just limited to the Jews, but to the Israelites. The Samaritans also were expecting the Messiah. Who will come and deliver them? We na enye juda phone kwa no wajen sa Samaria four ni Israel phone na no wajen sa Dachibi ojifobi beba bejiwo. Even up to today, there are some Israelites who are still expecting the Messiah to come. Yeah, kase ukrano juda phone bi edaso oh Israel phone bi edaso oh wa wajen sa Messiah no ebeba. John chapter four from verse nineteen. Yeah, king kanye fi Yohani asempano eighty nine. If you don't cry, yes. echo. Said the woman, said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped in this mountain, on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Now listen to this Samaritan woman. The woman said, I know that I the woman said, I know that Messiah called Christ is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. So this woman was also expecting the Messiah to come. For the first time, Jesus, then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am He. Now, this I am He 
Then the woman left everything and brought the whole of Samaria to Christ. Her simple message was this I have found him. The one that our, our forebears spoke about, the Messiah. He's at Jacob's well. And because all of them were expecting the deliverer, they rush out to go and see him. So, but in the midst of all these expectations, there were some few people that the, that were described as the quiet in the land. They had no dreams of violence. And of power of armies. They believed in a life of constant prayer and quiet watchfulness until God should show up. Yes, was a heart leaning on his word and a heart pursuing God. Simeon was one of these faithful people. And the Bible says God has promised him that he will not die until he sees salvation, the Messiah. Now I want you to look at how God will promise an individual that you will not die until you see the Messiah. For you to know and understand that God is knowable and we can have a, a serious and an intimate relationship with him. So when they brought the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, the little boy, to the temple, the Holy Spirit said, My friend, it is time. Come, let me go and show you the Messiah. And bra, what Christo, says, moved by the spirits. Simeon went to the temple area, not into the sanctuary, because the offering was not done in the sanctuary. Offering was done in the temple area, if you like the courts. And the said, Um, Concrono, Edino, call, a sorry demo, and I say, Sia demo, Sabreno, now a baby, I wish you are a sorry down the So that is where he actually met Jesus. And we see a Christo and his parents. And it now for. Taking him in his arms. Can you imagine that? You just brought your child. You're going to perform the normal rituals. And this old man comes and pick your boy. And he uttered the memorable hymn. Now known as Nux Dimitus. Now now dismiss. Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. Now look at 
human beings living with God. And he says the Lord, you can now dismiss me in peace. Now let me die. That is, I can now die. He said, dismiss me in peace. He doesn't have any fear of death. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations. A light for the revelation of the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. I'm listening to the big one. The reason why I'm talking about come close, the spirit and the church says come. come. See, come and taste that the Lord is good. This year we want to have an intimate relationship with God. God is knowable. So reposition your hands. Look at the old man Simeon and God. Now pay attention to this big one. I want it to be projected so that wherever you are, we'll read together. There is a mystery. There is a mysterious communication of divine knowledge to those who walk in quiet contemplative fellowship with God. I don't want us to rise from this because I want you to grab this one that there is a mysterious communication of divine knowledge now look at Simeon and God. Divine knowledge to those who walk in quiet contemplative fellowship with God. There's there's a mysterious communication there. You don't need any pastor to lay hands on you. You don't need a go between because God can talk to you, can 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 relate with you. And those who get so close with God, there's a mysterious communication of divine knowledge to those who walk in quiet contemplative fellowship with God. Let me talk about contemplative. We are talking about continued attention. Now let me confirm this statement with this counterpart story. Luke chapter 2. Now this is about an old lady, Anna. From 36. There was also a prophet, Anna. And Anna or Hannah is the same name. Now for baby, our friend, Anna, Anna, Hannah. So the Jews will say Hannah, and then now the Greek will say Anna. The daughter of Phenuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage. Oye, Phenuel, ba, ofri, aser, ebusu, yonkuomu, wenyini, 
na oware niku oware nikunu ne maba bremu na nikunu tena oni nikunu tena mfrisia enson and then was a widow until she was 84 na oye okuneni a wedi beye mfrisia e de wotwe enan she never left the temple but worship night and day fasting and praying na ompa asori fie ho da there should be something nice about working with God. You understand that somebody like this, now her food she ate was fasting and praying and connecting with the spirit. And she could, she could be sustained in that kind of atmosphere to 84 years. Wow, Shamami, if you say, Nukunu, if you let's take this big one verse 38 coming up to them at that very moment to them that is joseph mary and the little child at that very moment she gave thanks to god and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Na bra worry to about friendly dino or to us in Yumu Edia sign what you are saying. I don't know Aramuno or no so begina hobby. A ye on Yankopon, Ayasara, nor can one semtre one worry train or jia. Jerusalem spoke about the child to all those who were expecting that redemption. Old man, old woman. Walking in close fellowship with God. To the understand this child. May I invite you? To walk in contemplative love and in the fear of God. Its its benefits exceeds silver and gold. It is much more precious than rubies. There is nothing sweeter than that. Its generational inheritance. It, it, it is a generational inheritance, as you say, for those who discover it. Let us move to Psalm 25. Psalm 25. I know I'm talking to pastors. I'm talking to some of you who are elders. It is not enough to be a pastor. What is desired of you is to know God closely. So Psalm 25 verse 12 Who then are those who fear the Lord? He will instruct them in the ways they should choose. So this is not limited to a so-called prophet. Who then? The relationship that God wants to have for us is whosoever will. He says that in the last day, whosoever wants to drink, come and you will drink 
of the Holy Spirit freely. Who then are those who fear the Lord? Who then? He will instruct them in the ways they should choose. The Bible is a general word. But those who walk in contemplative fellowship with God, God will instruct them in the way they should choose. They will spend their days in prosperity. You, you, you don't need anointing oil. You don't need a special uh, uh, pastor to lay hands on you. And their descendants will inherit the land. The Lord confines in those who fear him. He makes his covenant known to them. Now in this particular psalm, David envisions those who walk in contemplative fellowship and fear with God. Now, as those who enjoys God's best. This kind of a person who experience unmistakable guidance. Now God will show him the way they should choose. Unmistakable guidance. We bear needless pain. We carry needless burdens. Because we don't walk closely with the master. Number two, this kind of a person will experience personal prosperity. He will enjoy abundant provision. Now this kind of a person will experience family security. His children will possess the land. See this kind of a person will enjoy divine fellowship. He will be in the inner circles of friends to who God reveals his mind and ways in an intimate manner. How many of us want to be in the inner circles of, of friends of God? Yeah. I just want you to lift your hand and begin to speak to God. Oh, oh how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Sing, oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, oh, because yes, he first last. His hand said, Oh, no, no, no,
how I love Jesus. Oh, Senior, I see that the church will come back to loving Jesus. See, the issue is not about money. It's not about the bigness of your car. It's not about teaching prosperity in church. The gospel itself brings prosperity. Now, Psalm 25, let's look at verse 14. Again. The Lord confines in those who fear him. He makes his covenant known to them. The people who fear him and walk in close fellowship him, God confines in those who fear him. When we say confine, we are talking about discussing private matters. See, see, God is knowable. And he wants to have fellowship with us. To the extent that he wants to discuss private matters with you. So God will want to discuss private matters with you. He wouldn't need a go-between. Psalm 103 verse 7. Psalm 103 verse 7. Shall we read together if you can ready go? He made his way. No, I was... I had a King James in my head. I was just quoting King James and reading NIV. Yes, so let's read the NIV ready to go. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. Now, so there are two people here, two groups. First group is one called Moses. Second group is all Israel. He made his ways known to Moses. For the rest of them, they saw his deeds. So much difference between the two. When he says God makes his ways known, it means that God makes his methods and his plans, his means of attaining things, and his means of doing things or his direction, he made it known to one man called Moses. When we talk about this, we are talking about the end product. Today, the computer science will say the back end. So there are certain people who are always looking at the deeds. They just know the back end. But there are some who are so close to God that they know his ways. How he began his, his directions. Which of these groups will you want to belong to? Reposition your hand. I want to just throw light on why this, why Moses knows his ways and the others 
just know the back end. There's a lot about Moses in the Bible. So interpreting him is not difficult. Exodus 33. From verse 7, please. Now Moses used to take a tent and pitch it outside the camp some distance away, calling it the tent of meeting. Anyone, anyone, I mean anyone, inquiring of the Lord, anyone inquiring of the Lord, would go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. Now Moses Tafa and Tomadang and you could see and Srabino echitri na ofreno in shiaye and tomadain. No biara or shisha e radeno free a di echo shiain tomadanga and what in srabino echinoho. And whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people rose and stood at the entrance of their tents. Now you enter the tent and then the rest of them will stand at the entrance of their own tents. Watch it. Watching Moses until he entered the tent. As he's going, they just say, Ah, there goes Moses. He's entered. But they will stand. At the entrance of their tent, not the tent of meeting where the people meet with God. Now, But that tent was for everyone. Now, As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance while the Lord spoke with. Moses. Whenever the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, they all stood and worshipped each at the entrance of their tents. Then the Lord will speak to Moses face to face. As one speaks to a friend. That is how intimate God wants to be with us. Reposition your heart. Reposition your heart. Because the Lord wants you to come closer. Hmm. Then Moses will return to the camp. But his young age, Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. No wonder he was the right choice, the person to replace him. Now, verse 12. Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, Lord, you have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and 
you have found favor with me. Amosi ka kire urade se hwe wara na wore ka kire me se fa omen yiko nanso wo mame hunu de wo besoma no na one me akro nanso wara na wo ka se me de wudin minimo na wanyamanim anyonyam enso. Now when we say God says I know you by name it means that it is talking about an intimate relationship that he has with Moses. Kaso nyankopon edi obidin nimno a na okyerese one no wo ayonkofa sronko se nia wo kanfa Moses huno. Now I want to end here. Me dey see here. See if Moses will enter the tent and God will speak face to face with him and the rest of them will stand at the entrance of their own tent. They wouldn't know the ways of God. They will only observe his deeds. But God is inviting you tonight to come for that intimate relationship so that you will know his ways. Not just his deeds. Let us make time. Reposition your heart. Now when you go home, or you may want to continue and read Psalm 34. Just read from 7 to the end. But this is my prayer for you tonight. My prayer for you is in 2 Thessalonians 3 verse 5. May the Lord direct your heart into God's love and Christ's perseverance. My prayer for you and for everyone that is hearing the sound of my voice that may the Lord direct your heart into God's love and Christ's Perseverance. May the Lord direct your heart into God's love. And Christ perseverance. Amen. Amen. Shall we rise in prayer? Oh, how I love you. Thank you.